Content warning. This episode features themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Please check our show notes for more details. Previously on Tabletop Trouble. It's very dark, but with your dark vision, you can see what appears to be a small metal bear head. And as you step closer to it, it says... Viral threat detected in this vicinity. My name is Teddy Triage, and I'm here to help stop the spread of infection. You knock on the back of this door. You can hear a voice. What? what, what, what who, who is that? This room is top secret. Not secret enough. Let me in. Well, your giant robotical uh, bear thing is cutting a village off from the world. <laughs> you must be mistaken. Teddy Triage, he only serves to stem the flow of an infection before a cure can be found. As you are being pulled by Sukala, this creature lifts both of its arms into the air and goes to slam them down on the both of you. We bad? And then standing in front of you is Tuck. And he is holding <gasps> back the arms of the, the bear. Tuck, hold up, bargain. Isaac, you are running through what? a forest and you feel a sense of dread hanging in your chest and you're not sure how you got here. Do I recognize this forest at all? There is a strange familiarity to your surroundings, but your heart is racing so fast that you're not able to piece together where you are. Do I know what I'm running from? You're running to something. What is this? <laughs> uh, and as you bolt through this forest, as if the hounds of hell are, are after you, you find yourself in a clearing with a large tree at the center of it. Sunlight bathes this serene scene, and as you look around, the flowers are stained with blood. And in front of the tree is a woman, and she is floating off of the ground, her back turned to you, and there are corpses littering the ground at her feet. I'm kind of awestruck as I take witness of the scene and cautiously approach her. As you step towards this floating figure, it's almost as if light is radiating off of her, as if she's got an aura of pure white light. And you can hear her muttering something under her breath, but she hasn't turned to your how, attention. How close am I to her at this point? You're about 25 feet away. Do I have any of my equipment with me? Like as you look over your equipment, you don't have any of the things you would normally recognize. Your bracer is missing, the same bracer that you received when you became a warlock. And all you have on you is your broadsword. I take a few steps closer and I start to step to the side and I call out to her. Hello. As you speak, your words are muffled. You're projecting, but it's almost like there's a barrier between you and your words coming out. But this figure turns her head towards your direction, and you recognize this face as the face of Lucina, the celestial that you are bound to. Her lips are moving, but the words aren't reaching you, and you see black blood coming from her eyes, as if she's been crying, tears of blackness. And you, she has a distressed look upon her face. My heart is clenched in my chest right now. I rush to her. You run towards her, reaching out, but as you step forward, the distance between the two of you grows, as if something is keeping you apart, and she points behind you. I hastily look behind me. As you turn around... <clears throat> 
towards what Lucina is pointing at. You see the forests that you ran through slowly growing darker, as if the darkness itself is moving in on this location. And as the whole world begins to grow dim, you see a set of bright red eyes piercing through the forest. And they move with the darkness as it gets close to you. And before you can do anything, you are shocked awake. And you are sitting in this same clearing. But none of that distressing imagery is here. You are laying head on the lap of Lucina. And she's looking down, and there's sweat running down your face. Did you have a bad dream? I, I think I'm okay. I smile at her and wipe the sweat from my brow. Let some of the color come back into my face and reach up and touch her. I'm fine as long as you're here. You reach up to touch Lucina, and she holds her hand out to, to touch your hand in return, but you phase through her. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not back yet. I just, I had to send you a message. The veil between our worlds is growing distant, and I don't know what it is. What can I do? She says, I'm going to try and find out what is drawing our worlds apart from my end, but I need you to do the same. I can't reach through with the power I did before. I'm still recovering from what happened, but I need you to try and find a way to stop whatever is pulling our planes apart. He takes his arm and he covers his eyes, takes a deep breath. I'll do what I can. Just when can I see you again? As soon as I've recovered and I can travel through the planes, I'll stop and I'll see you. I want nothing more. But if our planes drift too far apart, the light of my world will be blackened in yours. Okay, I'll hold you to that. I... I have to... It's... Brick. And then it goes dark. Wait, hey, you got a girlfriend that's an angel. Nice job. Oh my god. The party is walking back towards... Phineas and Weir's manor. You have just felled Teddy Triage, the mechanical monstrosity who was helping with the illness by turning people to stone. Thanks to your goblin friends, you were able to take down the beast and secure his eyes. One in gold crystal, the other in blue. And as you make your way up the road towards Phineas and Weir's manor, you pass Isaac. Still... <laughs> petrified and frozen in the same position you left him in do we can we intuit a way to use these gem things to unfreeze him they have like runes carved into them um as well as like what appear to be mounting points on the back that would power these crystals so to speak but it doesn't appear just by looking over them that there's a way to get them going without some sort of power source mm, okay are you the one holding the crystals yeah okay I think I think I would take up that executive position, okay. considering. I just want to make sure, events. in case something happens to any one of us, we know who has the stuff. I look around me in in anticipation that something <laughs> bad's going to happen to me again. As you look around, oh, shit. the world is has a calmness to it and a stillness that is kind of unsettling. And you look around the manor, and the monsters that you had previously had to run from are gone. Oh, no. Is it still foggy out? It's still foggy, but there's no... Can I see the town? From where you are, no. House is haunted. But you don't see any of the monstrosities that you had previously encountered at this house. Kako is going to walk up to the front door of the manor and kick it open. Make a strength uh, check for me, specifically athletics. I know how to get in. Yeah, but why would we climb the window if the front door is open? He says as he kicks the door down. You you do know. Hey, Lessa, 
I yell up to the window. Could you throw it's it on a, a rope? <laughs> um, Could you throw it on that rope that we left you with? There's no response. You can see in the window is still the armoire that you had her push in front of the way, blocking the window off in case anything was to come and get her. Mm. What did you roll? I rolled a five. You kick against this door, and your boot sticks into like the sludge that has been left behind by these monsters, mm. and as you rip your foot back, your boot almost comes off, and then it off of the door. I kick it again. <laughs> Make another athletics check for me. That one was a 14. What's that do for you? You kick this door. You've kicked a lot of doors down in your time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like so many. You're used to the... <laughs> I have a book on it. You, you're used to the familiar crunch of the wood and the, the way the door snaps off of its hinges. Mm -hmm. The nice heft of a heavy maple door just going... Fuh! Yeah, this feels like you're pushing through mud as you kick this door. You push against it and the door just kind of like eventually gives and you could feel it as it pushes through, but it does eventually slightly creak open. It appears you've busted the lock away from this wood. It appears that the sludge and the infection that's run through this has rotted the door away. It kind of squelches as you push it open. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a look inside. Is anything different about the house? You've never been fully downstairs. You, you took a peek down the stairs, but you never like went to explore. It doesn't appear to be any different than the last time you looked in. This section of the house is not well maintained, just like the music room you were previously in. Mm -hmm. The wood itself appears to be rotting away, and the house almost looks sick. Everything's covered in a thick layer of dust, and there are books and more art just laid around this house, but all of it is almost melting. Is okay. it, like, dripping everywhere, <clears throat> like, from the ceiling and stuff? The ceiling's not dripping. It appears like the higher you go, the less this rot has spread like the house is rotting from the ground up imbibing one and the slippery one i'm going to go up the stairs and locate the little apprentice okay i'm gonna go find phineas and tell him we've got the crystals so that he can um, fix isaac i uh i took a he nice hefty pace upstairs with my axe drawn going uh you know intermittently lessa lessa girl uh, yeah, you walk up these stairs uh, yelling for Lessa. Wiz, you also head up these stairs uh, in the direction of Phineas, and you guys split off. The door to Layla's office where you left Lessa is still kicked open, but the wood chips that were left by you kicking the door open have been cleaned up, and besides the door being busted, the room looks immaculate again. But is Lessa in there? Uh, as you peek around the corner, you hear the sounds of friendly chirping and as you look around this room you can see lessa sitting at the desk where layla once worked as the three little droids are pulling books to her and like flipping over to specific pages and she is like deep in thought reading and she's like chewing on a pencil as, mm. as you come in and jotting stuff down i'll put away the hand axe and i'm gonna like walk up and just kind of like lean over and see what she's reading Close Make a medicine check. Nine. You read over these notes that she is engrossed in. You can't really make out much of, of your understanding. You you pick up on the words uh, parasite, drone, but it's a lot of complex terms that you're not really familiar with. 
I'm going to kind of like tap her on the shoulder. She jumps, and as she looks shocked, the three little robots turn their attention to you and make like a, a loud like clicking noise. And you can see their little like sensor crystals flashing little red lights. Oh, they're going to fuck you up. Oh, the little robot is scary, yes. And Lessa turns you, hey, be nice to them. They've really helped. When did you get back? I didn't even notice you come in. I've been here for five hours. You see her face and she's like, how far in did I fall? <laughs> she shakes her head. She's like, this is, this is a lot. I, when I came in here, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think I was going to find much. I, I don't know much about medicine other than uh, what, what mom taught me. But, but I promised you I would do my best and, and find stuff. Well, I, I made a mess and the robots got mad at me, but once I, 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 hel- I helped them clean and then picked up my mess and they began to sing almost. And it was a very calming song. And so I sang back and they, they started to bring me books and the puzzle pieces started to just fall together. Mm. We're in trouble. I'll in say. like a general sense or in the more specific immediate pending danger sense? In the sense that Skynet just became a thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, not like the robots are trouble. They're really sweet, actually. And she holds her hand up, and, and one of them like jumps into her hand and nuzzles against the inside of her palm and begins to kind of like coo. Oh fuck! We got robot babies now. We adopted Lessa. Now we got to adopt her robot baby. We're grandparents now. <laughs> and she strokes the the top of this robot, and it jumps off and begins to like flip to more pages. So, what did you learn? Is everyone else here? It's, it's a lot to take in. We are going to meet the uh, the man who runs the house. Okay. Yeah. He's probably going to want to hear this, too. Okay. She <laughs> begins to collect books up, and uh, she goes up to the whiteboard, and she begins to erase the notes that are on there. And you can see the little robots almost have a panic attack, but she... And they calm down. Mm. Uh, before we leave, I'm going to shut the door and then kick it open again. <laughs> You shut the door and kick it open and splinters go flying all over. This door is now in like two. Half of it has fallen into the room and the robots immediately jump off of Lessa and begin to try and push this door out of the room. And <laughs> Robots are going to murder you in your sleep. They're struggling to, to push it. Lessa looks at you and she's like, was that necessary? Yes. And now. she walks over and she helps them push this door out of the room. <laughs> and the robots jump back up on her. Wiz and Sukala, you guys are headed back to the safe room where you first encountered Phineas. Uh, You climb down the long steel shaft down into the safe room, and as you walk past the teddy bears, they repeat their message. Uh, They kind of whir uncomfortably as if their programming's not complete, and you find yourself at the entryway into Phineas's lab. You see him standing in front of a series of cages with some of these slime creatures locked inside of them, and he has like a big rod, and he's stabbing them through the cages, and it drops to the ground dead. Well, did you just kill it? Well, yes. They've started acting erratically. Uh, Something happened within the last hour. I don't know what you did up there, but these things have been screaming. That's not cool, man. We took out the bot. Oh, you shut down Teddy. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, we shut him right down. Now that he's shut down, we can go back and reprogram Teddy and have him go on patrol to unfreeze everyone. You know goblins? Uh, Yes, I know of the creatures. Well, then you know what happened to your robot. (laughs) Wait, are you saying that that Teddy is dead? 
Uh, and Teddy isn't dead. I'm sorry um, for your loss. <laughs> well, since he was a machine, uh, yeah, no, he's gone. But, you know, on the bright side, we still have his eyes. It will take me months to build another Teddy triage. I don't even know if I could do it on my own. Months? Months. The only reason this one got built was because I had help from my assistant. My assistant left months ago. Well, that's S- unfortunate. I mean, that sounds... But what if we use these tiny teddy bears and we have a tiny teddy first aid kit? It was my assistant who helped me focus on the miniaturization of them. All right, I understand what you're putting down here. We'll go find your assistant. Bye. We, we don't have time for that. <laughs> oh, good. Valhastra left months ago. Uh, Valhastra? Yes. She's a curious little automaton. I I don't know where she came from, but she came here saying that I had to help her stop the end of the world. She helped me focus on the miniaturization of Teddy Triage. Well, you have the miniature versions outside the door. Wouldn't they just work? I've been trying to program them, but even still, I don't have miniature versions of their power generators for the eyes. Hold on, I, I have an idea. It's it's not perfect, but I could hook the crystal up to a power source. And if we get someplace high enough, we can overcharge the crystal and create a giant flash that will theoretically turn everyone back. Theoretically, how much of a percentage are we looking at here? I'm not great at math, so you'll have to spell it out for me. This is more of an art than a science. I'm basically going to pump a bunch of magical energy into this crystal until it explodes. Well, it would seem like that's our only option. This this sounds like a really bad idea, guys. I've been around a few bad ideas in my time. I mean, the other option is to go around and manually convert everyone back to flesh. If we could choose who came back, that might be actually preferable. That could take a long time, though. Well, raise your hand if you're all for exploding crystal. And I raise my hand. Sukala also raises her hand. Phineas uh, and, raises his hand. And also, oh. like, Ophelia lifts her head as, like, I don't know what noise the snakes make, but she's in agreement. Seems pretty unanimous, my guy. This so table let's is just, uh, let's go explode some shit. He begins packing a heavy sack with uh, a bunch of materials, and as he is following you, he you can see him tinkering on something. How high are we going to have to get? Because I have some mushrooms. Real <laughs> He looks at you and he says, um, ideally somewhere center to the outbreak. There's a bell tower in the church. We could hook it up to the bell tower there and blast away any of the where the person. church people are? Well, yes, where the church people are. That hate magic? Wait, wait. the church hates magic? Since when? Um, oh, oh, buddy. Um, they kind of want all of us dead, and they hate magic, so uh, this getting to the tower thing is going to be a lot harder than, uh, than you think. So there's this old man who's practically already dead. He's been sacrificing people. I think I wasn't paying too much attention because I just want to go home. Anyway, he hates magic or something and says God hates magic. Father God, Gregor. God sounds magical to me. I don't know. Father Gregor. Yes. Sure. Yes, that is the guy we... I think you guys must have your wires crossed or something. Nope, you've been in that room, that safe room, a long time. (laughs) We went to jail just for knowing the word spell. I definitely was sober when he tried to have us killed. He, like, rubs his temples and he says, I I know Father Gregor. We... He he was a mage before he took to the cloth. Well, then you go talk to him, then, and we will stand... (laughs) Right here and wait. It's a safe distance. I would 
Well, it's a real bad idea, man, and I'm just... You would know the town better than I would. I haven't been down there in months. We can... I sent a courier to the town to tell them to be on the lookout for Teddy, but I never heard back. Oh, they probably killed him. Hmm, yeah. Well, he might have gotten infected. Maybe he's okay, you know, like, let's look on the bright side of things, okay? Sure, maybe they killed him quickly. Uh, as you guys are talking, the creature that he killed as you walked into the room gets up oh, and fuck. begins screaming and, like, <laughs> reaching through the bars. And you can hear, like, cracking as its bones, like, begin to break as it pushes itself through these bars. Oh. All the while letting out a loud shriek. I also let out a loud shriek, but I do not reach through the bars. I just scream and kind of back up very quickly. I, I thought you were like trying to assert dominance no, and screaming no, at it. No, no, no dominance here. I am but a scared little child. I was caught off guard. My whole act has dropped to the floor. I was startled. Phineas grabs the rod and, like, pulls it back and stabs it in the head, and it goes limp again. He says, persistent fuckers, aren't they? I wasn't scared. Um, I had that whole situation under total control. Didn't even pee a little bit. Shall we go? <laughs> I do have a plan if we're planning to go to the tower. What's the plan? If you haven't noticed, I can fly. That is, like, your one thing I, ha I had noticed. <laughs> I, I can fly. So I can take the contraption you build up to the tower and set it off. It won't hurt me, right? Well, if you're within range of it, it definitely will stun you. Anyone who is exposed to the light will at least be stunned. Stunned for how long? Uh, that depends on your fortitude. That's not a thing in this edition. That's a dexterity <laughs> or constitution. <laughs> how uh, squishy are you on the inside? I'm a pretty sturdy fellow. My bones probably aren't hollow. If that's a risk you're willing to take, it's your life, not mine. Sorry, we need to roll back to probably aren't. <laughs> Anatomy wasn't my best subject in the Fae. In Genie High School. Hey, that's real and I wasn't accepted. <laughs> oh, no. Where's Kako? Where'd he go? Yeah, did we arrive yet? Kako, you are standing at the top of the ladder that leads down into the shaft, and you can hear Sukala, Wiz, and Phineas kind of talking amongst themselves, and you hear... A scream, and then it goes quiet again, and the talking continues. Actually, you hear two screams. <laughs> you see, Lessa, it is the third scream you should always look out for. She's in the other room, not listening to you. A what? She didn't follow me? No, she's <laughs> writing on the whiteboard. Oh, I thought we were both coming in here to... She's no, I think she's, mad scientist. I think she's writing down, like, what's going on. I do love you turning to talk to her and impart your wisdom on her. And her just not... God damn it, Lessa. I was trying to teach She's, you a lesson. No, I mean, maybe this is good. She's finally branching off from your bad teachings. You'd like to think that's what's happening? And that's just because she took what? my teachings and not your teachings. Anyway, I shout down the ladder thing just like, Hey, hey, Lessa has a thing to say. Yeah, you hear this voice yell down this tunnel, and it echoes off the walls. And as he yells down, you hear that screaming once again coming from the room behind you. Yeah, I run over and pick up a teddy from the hallway and throw it at it. <laughs> <laughs> you chuck a teddy, and you hear it singing its happy little song as you throw it across the room. And uh, it hits the creature. <laughs> And he shakes it off. Bad vibes, be gone. Uh, but he, he continues to kind of pull himself through the cage, and you can hear bones All right, breaking. let's go, let's go, chop, chop, let's get away. And I grab another, I grab two more teddies in my hands and go back up the shaft. They both hug you as you pick them up. Oh, I love these fellas. Wow, this is the first genuine hug I've had in months. 
I was oh also God. gonna grab a teddy, but then I saw it hug Wiz, and I said, Mm-mm, no thank you. Well, here, have a hug. Mm, no. I, I push no, it a little bit no, closer to Sukala. No. Come on. No. Teddy, triage is your best friend. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I smack it. <gasps> you smack it to the ground, and it repeats the same threat that the big teddy repeated to you, <laughs> and does like a little flash, walking away from you, wobbling side to side. Aw. You can Fight me, Teddy. I still have one. I'm gonna have him hold on to me while he's hugging me so I can actually climb up. You guys all climb up the ladder to the top, and as you get to the music room, Phineas goes over to the piano and hits a couple of keys on it, playing a short little ditty, and as he does, the fireplace slides back into place, and that screaming you hear coming from down in the panic room is slowly snuffed out as this fireplace locks the panic room back up. Are they going to be okay? Uh, well, I certainly hope not. Oh, do, do they eat the baby? Most assuredly, they eat the babies. Oh, okay. <laughs> this man gets it. Why do you always look the confused when I say that? It seems like a valid scientific question to me, right? Yes. Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've met once already, but hello to you too as well. I did not realize you were a colleague then, but merely a weirdo <laughs> in a basement. I am no weirdo. I am famed inventor Phineas Anweir. <laughs> I can see that now. I am famed monster hunter Kako Ikeo. I am unfamiliar with your work, but I must say uh, you, you certainly have the, the promise of a man who, who knows what he's doing. I extend the same sentiment to yourself. Somebody stop the circle jerk, please. <laughs> oh my god. And I just walk out of the house. <laughs> just, I will go die in the field. Just shut up. And Where I'll, did I'll you leave. Say Lessa was at? Oh, she's we in the other room. Phineas looks at the door that's been kicked down and pulled out into the hallway. What the hell happened to Layla's room? There was a fight. <laughs> we could not save the door. The fight may or may not have been with the door. He looks at the door and he says, Well, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it was in fact a necessary demonstration to my protege, who is currently writing all over your wife's scribbles. I came back because I thought there was going to be a fat, but then there wasn't. You walk into Layla's office, and Lessa is pretty furiously drawing diagrams and notes onto this whiteboard as she readies to explain what the fuck is going on. <laughs> is she a savant? She's using very common words. It's not anything fancy, but she has clearly picked up a few terms from this book. She's not doing calculus on right. the whiteboard. No, okay. she's just trying to explain as best as she understands what she's writing down. I don't know understand any of this and at the very top of the whiteboard she has the word infection written but it's crossed out and next to it is parasite oh it's a living thing lessa says okay everyone's here right well isaac still outside but it, it's fine i'm sure you can catch him up i don't understand everything that uh that your wife and she gestures to phineas that your wife was working on she was Way smarter than I. She was way smarter than almost everybody. Yes, yes, sorry, I meant no offense. Don't apologize to him. Yes, don't apologize. If you know what you're talking about, feel confident in it. Continue. What a dick. <laughs> okay, um, we were under the impression that this was an illness of some description, that people were being infected and that it was being passed from person to person. I mean, yes. At first, Isaac was kind of feeling sick, and Kako was sick at one point, too, so we all thought it was like an illness. Is it not? It's not. This sickness, it's alive. And it has a goal, and it has a mind of its own. 
sorry, let me explain. I was going through Layla's research. She was sent a sample of this sickness about three years ago and was asked by a, a colleague to investigate it and, and figure out what it was. She started experimenting on it, and unfortunately, as science goes, experimenting on it with living creatures. When it was first introduced to these creatures, it didn't really have an effect. It would grasp on to a being and then die off and nothing would happen. But eventually, after enough trials, it did grasp to something. An exceptional specimen. And... What was it? She was studying on rats, but it was a, a strong rat, a very smart rat. And when it, it latched to this rat, it spread like a plague. And it would bring the strongest of the rats to its side. And the weaker ones would hunt and bring more back. She classified these into three separate categories. The ones that we've been seeing out in the woods and outside, those are called drones. They go out and spread this parasite by whatever means necessary, only to feed off of more people to keep itself going. As far as I know, we haven't encountered any of the second stage. Those are called elites, and they're the strongest, the smartest, the most capable of people. It's almost as if this parasite is gathering strong specimens and keeping them with the brood mother. And she points to the last picture. This is where the parasite originates. It latches onto a brood mother and begins to spread through the local populace. She ended all the experiments once it started getting out of hand, but she got infected and began to turn. She lost control of herself, and before it could become a problem, she took her life. She killed herself because she didn't want this to spread, but somehow it's spreading. Did Phineas, did you know that your wife killed herself? You can see he's got his head in his hand. He says, I knew that she had taken her life. Something with her in those final days changed, but I didn't know that she was sick. She always seemed so strong. I give him a pat on the shoulder. Thank you. We gotta clean up when she started. So how would we go about the locating of the brood mother? She looks at you and she says, It should be easy. The brood mother serves as a kind of beacon, and as she grows her brood, the circle gets larger and she's able to pull more in. The goal is to find more brood mothers and in order to keep this infection going until it spreads. But it would have to be somewhere near where the infection first started. Do we know where that is? Wouldn't it be here? Well, no, because she found the stuff. We would have to... Uh, men, do you know who the person who brought her the thing? She said it was a colleague in the capital, but if there were an outbreak in the capital, surely news would have spread this far. Lessa, is there any indication that the, the elite peoples are also grotesque, weird faces? They all exhibit some sort of change. The parasite feeds off of them, changing them from what they were. I don't have much cataloging the elites. Once she learned what was happening, she shut the experiments down before it could spread too far. She didn't want to risk an infection. This is only the wildest of speculations, but I think the priest man might be... Uh, An elite? Yes. That's a pretty good assumption. At the very least, Considering should... Phine Phineas's reaction when we told him that he was not a nice man. Yes, at the very least, we should expire him just for general public safety. <gasps> Do I get to kill whoa, the whoa, priest? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's yes. not say expire. Right. I he cover Lessa's ears. the baby. Ex excuse excuse me. Ears? I have just spent hours reading about people, or animals in this case, transforming into slime creatures. 
I think I'm prepared to hear that someone might be killed. She's a grown woman. All right. Lessa, would you <laughs> like to come with us when dwarf. we kill the monster man? Right. If you think what? you need me, I, yeah, I'll come. Sir, do you have a spare uh, weapon of that would suit someone of her stature? Like a short sword or a spear? He looks her up and down and then says, I hand her Teddy. Uh, oh, um. Lessa, you don't Teddy have to keep Teddy Triage is your best friend. I'm, um. I'm good, and you can see like the little robots on her shoulder beep in anger as this new robot is introduced, <laughs> and oh, she she puts right. it down, taking it back. <laughs> I let him latch mother. on to me again. <laughs> do y'all remember when I was the most weird and interesting thing in the room? I do. <laughs> I miss those simple days two days ago. It's actually it's been about uh, eight days. Two days ago, I didn't have little robots. <laughs> <laughs> do we have weapons for her? He goes over to the whiteboard. Well, yes, of course. And he puts his hand on the whiteboard <laughs> and it slides open and there's a little, it's not like weapons, it's more like tools. You can see like clubs and prods and things like that. Um, not necessarily swords or daggers or anything. There's a couple of scalpels and, and knives. She goes over and she grabs a club. Yeah, this will work. <laughs> That's the attitude. Scalpel. Help yourself. Hell yeah. I grab like three scalpels and just put them in my bag. I feel significantly less safe. <laughs> I grab another scalpel. Oh no. Yeah, you pocket a bunch of scalpels. Right in my components pouch. I'll find use for them. Just I have a clip. plus five in medicine. I'll learn how to be a surgeon. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Or just shank somebody the next time we get in prison. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea too. Which is true. They're not going to take non-magical items. So just to clarify the plan with everybody. Are we going to save... Isaac, then go down to the town and stabberize some holy men. Stabberize, pulverize, vaporize, whatever it takes, arise. <laughs> I have a lot of cool, arise. lot of cool new spells that I'm I'm itching to try out. You should see my, my spell book. We should, or at least one of us, should go into town and find the guard lady and get some inside help. I mean, we have an in with one of the with one of the wall guys at least, right? Oh, <gasps> my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, John yeah. Boggs Bottomton and uh, fuck, Marla. I can't, Marla Aldis. How are we going to get back into the town that we escaped jail from without immediately being caught? Well, I'm a people person. I can oh. probably go in and talk to him and Sukala. Look me in the eyes. I will not. Please look me in the eyes. Mm, okay, I'll look him in the eyes. <laughs> I could do this. No. I mean, the one that flies could probably get in most easily. Also. Also. <laughs> Hello? What? what? Hello? Is anybody here? Who is oh, that? That's an outside voice. I thought it was Lessa being Max. We were ignoring her again. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Phineas, get the door. We're Lessa, not supposed to be here. There are many creatures that can mimic the voice of a person. You must always assume it is a monster first. Oh, okay. If it is a monster, I'll club him. Okay. I will strike it in the face with the X. <laughs> you hear footsteps coming up the stairs. Hit him okay. in the soft spot. Lessa. I will also go and see if it is a person. Uh, I step out into the hallway. Yeah. I also step out into the hallway. You step out into the hallway, and coming up the stairs, sword drawn, shield in hand, you see Captain Marla, what the fuck? Ald Captain Marla Aldis. Why can't I remember her last name? Captain oh. Marla, what the fuck? I oh, love hey, that girl. name. You're here. I mean, no, wait, it's not us. It's someone who looks like us who is not, not fugitives. She got us out of prison. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> look, it's been a long time, and I don't pay attention, and... Humanoids look very similar. 
It's okay, Lessa. You don't have to kill this one. And she sheaths her sword. I honestly wasn't expecting to see you again. Thought that for sure you were on a, a death mission. We still are. My protege has solved the mystery of what is going on here. I'm very proud of her. She oh, did good work. What is going on here? There's a big crazy monster turning everyone into goo. You know what? Any other day of the week, I would look at you and say that sounds like What day of the crazy. week is it? It's a Tuesday. That makes sense. I'll always make sure to break news to you on Tuesdays from now on. For some reason, it's always Tuesday in this world. I don't understand. I swear there were more days. No, every day of the week is Tuesday. It's The week is actually only one day long. Yeah. It's, it's been 70 years since we left that village. <laughs> is it safe here? Eh, relatively. But don't go into the... You know where. She doesn't. Don't no. go into the basement. No, no. It's go, okay. okay. Shh, I push my fingers against her lips. Okay, um, I'll, I have to go grab everyone else. Everyone else? Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the town's not safe anymore. Oh, is it because the priest is a crazy monster man? Lord Vinland saw what the church was becoming and spoke out against them and told them that they needed to, to get their shit together, but... It sounds like something he would say, actually, yeah. They, the whole town turned against us and chased us out. Torches and pitchforks and everything. Yes. The whole town is in a riot. They've locked it down. Did he die? Where's John? John's outside with Merrick. Nice. All right. Got John. We suspect that the church is headed by crazy people, monsters. Yeah, I would agree with crazy people. I'm not sure about monsters. They look fairly human to me. Well, I am an expert. All right, yeah, we've been doing research for the last 24 hours, and while mostly Lessa has been doing it, thank you. Hi, that's me. They're all infected in the town. The whole town? Whole town is infected. Am I infected? No. (laughs) It's the ones that chased you out. They're uh, really, really bad infected. Doesn't even look like they're infected, but they are infected. You know, it's kind of like when you think you're seeing something, but you're really not. And you're like, whoa, man, this is really happening. And you have to like grab onto I your friend. I follow you and less like- and less the longer you go on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I honestly, this is above my pay grade. If you think you know what to do, I give you all my support. I'll do whatever I need to do in order to make sure you achieve your goal. We're going in. Okay. I have to put Merrick somewhere safe. He's very sick. Merrick? Yes. He's outside with John. Oh. We can yeah. put him in the very safe also, basement. Also, he wanted us dead. In the very safe basement. No. Damn. No, he may have treated us bad, but we don't need to kill him. The very safe basement that has a monster in it? The very, very safe for him basement. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you can put him up in an uncomfortable room, but we're not putting him in the basement. Marla, can you come outside with me for a second? Yeah, yeah, she follows you. Sweet. All right, let's go. You head outside. I need a couple of your other friendos. It's <laughs> just the three of us. That's it? They killed the rest of the guard. Everybody else? Everyone else is gone. Where's John? John's outside with Merrick. We're heading that way. John! You run outside and you can see John Bogsbottomton, your friend who uh, you sent off to steal things for you against his knowledge, is standing outside with Merrick Vinland, who is looking very weak. He is breathing very heavy, and John is, is holding him up. He looks at you and says, Oh, hey, Wiz. Uh, John. What's up? I, How's it going, man? Not good. I missed you. Yeah, not good. Um, I, all my friends are dead or don't, crazy. Don't worry. We're working on it. Stay positive, man. Oh, okay, give yeah. Me a, give me, give me one. Give me a fist bump. Uh, 
he like slings his bag over his shoulder and holds Merrick up and like gives you a yeah. fist bump. We're gonna get out of this. A okay. Don't know about him though. We're gonna work on it though. Merrick looks up at you rather weakly and says, "Don't worry about me. I'll be fine." Maybe we- <laughs> That's a lot of wheezing. Whoa, man. Okay, maybe we should set him up with some of my with some of my shit. You want to give him drugs. You want to drug him up. He doesn't look good. Maybe he's only got a couple hours. It might help him. He pushes the shrooms away from you and he says, I'm fine. If I'm dying, then I'd rather be lucid in my final hours. All right, man. Marla and John lead Merrick into the house and set him up in one of the living spaces downstairs where they have gathered to talk and come up with a game plan. They set Merrick up in the room and then Marla follows you outside. Thank you. John. John too. John, thank you. All right. I just need, we need all hands on deck. This is pretty heavy. So (laughs) he put on a couple pounds since you last saw him. You walk. I was going to make a fat joke, but then you beat me to it. Yeah. So you walk outside with the group and go up to Isaac. And uh, what are you doing? Everybody pick a limb. We're going to carry him. Yeah. I'd touch Isaac's head. This is a limb, right? So, yeah, a couple people gather around and start Yeah, we need to pick him up and then go on. Where where are you taking him? Back to the house so that we can uncrystallize him. Or can we just do that here? Phineas says, we can unpetrify him. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, let's do that now. I need the focusing crystals. Will he still be infected even though he gets on? Probably. Yes. I hand Phineas the focusing crystals that I'm still holding. Yeah. (laughs) As he's been tinkering, as you guys have been discussing what's going on, uh, he's created kind of what appears to be a short staff, and he sockets one of these crystals into the top of it, and he just pops Isaac on the face with it. Bibbity bobbity boo. And like it flashes, but not as bright as when you saw it inside of Teddy. It's very limited. Mm. And Isaac, you feel time begin to move again. <gasps> like your face begins to slowly unfreeze. You've got an itch on your nose, but you can't scratch it because it's slowly spreading across. But eventually your whole face is unfrozen and you could feel your blood start to flow again and air start to move through your lungs. Somebody scratch my nose! Oh, I got you. I got you, man. I scratched his nose. Oh my god, thank you! Should I stop touching? I'll stop touching Isaac's head. I'd stop touching Isaac's head. Why? What are you doing? Human emotions? I don't understand. (laughs) That's okay. I like you too. How are you feeling? Do you have any... Well, I was going to ask if you have any numbness, but you're still half stone, so that's probably the case. Yeah, my joints are kind of stiff. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's probably going to take a while to, to wear off. Coming back is a lot harder than turning into stone. Okay. How was it? Did you... How long have I been here? Uh, seven years. Uh, seven years, apparently. That doesn't match up with the timeline I have, though. Well... I'm just kidding. I didn't know how to break it to you. It's been 20 years. That matches up even less. They're actually illusions that I cast. Blade shakes his head. My my jaw is just agape. You're about half unfrozen now, so like your upper body is, but your legs are still stone. Yeah, uh, I'm it, still trying to process the fact that I've been petrified for 20 years. It's been about 12 hours. Time is a construct is all I'm saying. They're just trying to be considerate. I, I mean, it too much felt like it was only, like, I don't know, 10 seconds. Well, shit has happened in that 10 seconds. Yes, the big monster that we were hunting is in six million pieces. No, not Teddy. Yes, its name is Teddy. Uh, This is the man who sent Teddy out. He's, like, inspecting you and, like, watching the unpetrifying happen. And he says, 
Intriguing. You're still sick, which I expected, but uh, it hasn't spread any further, so my, my theory was correct that turning you to stone would at least quell the infection. I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Don't know if that's the best path I would have taken, but... Also you're alive, aren't you? I think a thank you is in order at the very least. Are my, like, legs still petrified? You're about, like, your knees are still frozen. Yeah, I look at the part of me that's still sewn for a moment, and then I look back at uh, Phineas, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not thanking you for this. Yeah, we all have to make sacrifices in the name of science. Yeah, I don't think I really had a choice in the matter. Oh, give him your teddy bear. That'll make him feel better when he can't run away. Nobody likes Teddy except for me. I'm gonna hold on. Teddy, triage is your best friend. Isaac what could be like that. that. You like this thing. You hear it like whirr that? as it like moves its arms and legs like robotically like in, robot? in Wiz's hands. Isaac takes it kind of fascinated. It repeats its little chime saying that it's it's there to stop the infection. And then it makes a click as it's trying to flash, but nothing happens. Okay, I'm oh. going to have PTSD if I hold on to this. It tried yeah. to turn you into stone yeah. again. I'll, I'll hold on, I'll hold to, on this. to this. <laughs> Welcome to Tabletop Trouble, a horror podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You, you guys know what kind of games I like to run. <laughs> oh, God, that's a person. That teddy bear is a per- That is a child. At this point, Isaac, you are totally unfrozen. Uh, I'm going to stretch. Okay. Uh, as you stretch, uh, Phineas is, like, poking at your joints. Stop. Sorry, you need to be under observation. You're the first, you're the first living person I've brought back from, uh, from Stone. You know, I'm not a very angry person by nature, but I will punch you if you touch me again. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Just tell me if you start to feel any extra numbness or loss of breath or dizziness. It could be a side effect, I don't know. I hold up my arm that's infected to him, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure any extra numbness is going to be from this. All right, fair enough. We should take a, a long rest. And recuperate all of our wounds and or petrification. Once the uh, contraption's done, I'll fly it to the town. And uh, Well, we'll probably need to actually take care of the quarantine before we uh, set off the Wait, crystallization. Wait, was I really under for seven years? What the fuck is going on? Oh, I try to catch him up as much as possible by being as precise as possible, but in a whiz kind of way. Make an intellect save. I was going to say, please make her roll for that. <laughs> Can I can I stand behind him? Just kind of like shaking my head. Just like no, no. Straight intellect. This is all wrong. intellect save. Intellect save. Well, that's it. nine. You explain the best as you can. You get some of the words out, like the drone, brood mother. That one stuck with you, uh, especially uh, spooky monsters. Uh, but Isaac, you feel uh, pretty lost by the time you get to the end of Do I need to roll for Instead of brood mother, I call it big mama. <laughs> okay, yeah. I cringe uh, multiple times. <laughs> no, you don't need to roll anything for your comprehension. Uh, you, you don't. You get about half of it. <clears throat> We'll have Lessa. Uh, yeah, like, we'll have Lessa yeah. explain the rest. Yeah, Lessa. She's, she's great. Lessa actually debriefs everyone on what's going on, and you guys uh, set up camp inside this house uh, mm. with the door that is sludged down, <laughs> and uh, find a comfortable space for you to hunker down for the night. Welcome to another 
enthralling episode of the Bounty Board. We're six episodes in by this point, so you know how this works. I'm going to tell you guys to follow us on Twitter because it really helps us out. It's the most immediate way we can connect to everyone who listens to this show. So if you want to be more connected to us or keep up with what we're doing, follow us on Twitter. We occasionally reach out to fans with ideas for the show or with a poll or even stuff that might help shape the future of the show. You can help us out by leaving a review on iTunes, but I've had a couple people reach out to me and ask what they can do if they don't listen to us on iTunes. Uh, And so we set up a Podchaser page. So if you want to leave us a review there, that would also help us out just as much. We appreciate it. As always, our theme music is the track Light Years From Home by Andromeda. So if you want to show Andromeda some love, please give them a follow at andromeda.bandcamp.com. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next episode. For now, enjoy the adventure. I'm fascinated by what Les has presented. Is she, like, staying up or anything? She's still, like, in a book. Okay, I'm helping her. Uh, yeah, just make a, make a medicine check for me. Medicine. That's a 10. Yes, yeah, so let me roll for her. As you guys stay up and read through these journals and these notes, you actually pick up on a new piece of information. You learn a little bit more about the colleague that sent this to Layla. The colleague who sent this substance to Layla is an astronomer from the city of Ashvale uh, who was studying uh, an impact site. It's aliens? Well, there was a meteorite, so we're fighting venom. Every time I think I'm going to be the coolest character, he just brings out this bullshit. So we take a a big long rest. All of you take a a rest inside this house, and it's not like a super comfortable rest. This house has a very foreboding atmosphere to it, and you can't shake the feeling through the night that something is off about this place. But that's the same feeling you've had pretty much since you arrived in Bog's Bottom, because the ground itself feels sick. I need, I need everyone to make perception check. Kako got a nine. Fuck. Ten. Twenty-five. Jesus Christ. Sixteen. Isaac, you are having a pretty restless sleep. I have an eldritch invocation that I don't have to sleep. I can just like read a book or something for eight hours. Oh, you like don't have to sleep at all? Yeah. You're like an elf. You just have to meditate for a while. Yeah. Shit. Aspect of the moon. Yeah, you're like a moon. Uh, that's gonna change things a little bit then. Roll perception again for me. So I want you to have advantage on this. Sixteen. As you are staying up, learning what you can from Layla's journals, Lessa has since fallen asleep face down in one of her books. The little robots are like tidying up the the books and trying to like pull it out from under her so they can put it away. And you hear the floorboard creak behind you. Uh, uh, I want to investigate. (laughs) Make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck. But make it with advantage. Good thing I got advantage. Shit. That's an eight. Oh, man. With advantage? With advantage? Roll a five and a seven. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh, You hear this floorboard creak from behind you, and as you do, something lunges from the darkness, and before you can turn back to see what it is, you feel a sharp pain in your upper back. Uh, You take ten points of damage. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Lord. (laughs) 
pre or post rest, can he can he get those health points back? <laughs> Wiz, uh, you temporary jump up so. having heard this scuffle, and you could see a figure. Do you have dark vision? <laughs> <laughs> Genasi have literally no useful skills. You see, a- I levitate out of fear. <laughs> You see a a dark figure stab Isaac in the back, and you can see light reflect off the blade as this figure pulls it out of Isaac's back, and blood flies out of the wound. Oh, shit. I'm gonna, um... Isaac yelled, can that wake us up? Yes. All right, I wake up. I have dark vision. (laughs) I wake up. And I shout, Lessa, wake up! Make a perception throw. You're gonna have disadvantage because you're just waking up. It's 14. Should I also do this? Uh, do you have dark vision? Yes, but same disadvantage. <clears throat> 14. Both of you get 14. It's a humanoid figure in the darkness, but it disappears somewhere in the house before you can get a good look at it. I run to there. <clears throat> I grab my my staff and my stuff, and I kind of run over to Isaac. I, I'm like, are you okay? Ow, help! Isaac! Oh my god! You just got stabbed! What the fuck? Yeah, and you could see uh, <laughs> Phineas lighting uh, a lantern um, and, and lighting up this room. I'm going to run past into the darkness that I can see with, through with my special eyes. I'm going to throw some moss and gauze at you and be like, here, use this. Oh, okay. You kind of hit me in the head with it. It's fine. You'll be fine. It's squishy. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to go search for Stabby. Uh, yeah, you push into the darkness and walk out into the, the hallway. The room across from you is where Marla, John, and Merrick are sleeping. And you see no signs of anyone else in this hallway. I'm going to go check on Lissa. Lissa's fine. She was sleeping right next to Isaac. Isaac got stabbed and then the perpetrator ran away. Um, she's a, she's rubbing her eyes as, as she wakes up. She's clearly shocked by what's happened. Okay. Come on, Mr. I'm going to real quick job. just kind of like slap on the desk real quick and just be like, wake up, monsters. Y- yes, I'm, I'm awake. And she reaches for her club, slams it on the desk. She's like, <laughs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I stalk out into the hall and try and help find the mom, the the, the man, the person. The yeah. Thingy. Uh, Phineas walks out with the lantern and lights up the room. Uh, you see John and uh, Marla w- have woken up and they're they're com- coming to meet you to figure out what's going on. Is uh, everything all right? The crazy man with the knife stabbed comrade. Is there anyone else here? I- well, there is the crazy man with the knife who stabbed the comrade. <laughs> what I meant was I didn't realize that there were more people outside. Oh, well, yes, there is a crazy man with... Perhaps we should search the house. I'm going to go to the front door. It's still kicked open. It's still... Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, can I see any mushy footprints that are unrecognized? No. Even though I am a master tracker man. There are no extra footprints. You can identify the footprints in the sludge from everyone who's in here, but no extra footprints leading into the house. So they must have so already have been in the house. So we have a locked door murder. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. No, no, the door's kicked open. No, oh, okay, sorry. Kick door open murder. Dun, dun, dun. So where is Phineas? He walked into the hallway with Kako. Phineas was in the room with you. You saw the direction the perpetrator ran. Phineas was behind you guys. Which one of you has light? All right, we're going to round Me? everybody up and we're going to have a classic. Could you cast light on several small objects? As soon do- as I'm not bleeding. Okay, I'm I'm patching Isaac up right now, by the way, but I'm like, let's get everybody back in here and try to figure out what happened. Yeah, you, you gather yeah. everyone up. John it helps the very weak Merrick into the room. He is wheezing very heavily uh, as he sits down in one of the chairs and 
you guys now have are, everyone in the room. It's are there little lanterns around or anything? Yep. All right, I cast Presidentation a bunch of times. Light all the la- lanterns. Yeah, so you light all the lanterns in this room is very well lit now. Everyone is gathered. You have John and Merrick and Marla. Uh, you have Lessa, Phineas, <laughs> then the four of you. All right, who stabbed them? Confess now. Yeah, I just want to know why everybody seems to want me dead. Sometimes it's your own dumb decisions that happen before you meet me. I don't want you dead. I just want to know who the figure in the darkness was. But I wouldn't have seen them, right? You saw, like, the shadow move away very quickly. Which direction were they heading in? They headed back into the hallway. But it doesn't look like they left the house. Well, they came from the floorboards, right? Do the slime monsters stab? beneath the floorboards. You heard, like, the creaking of someone, like, stepping on the wall. Oh, gotcha. I would like to go check and see if the slime monster is still in his cell. You walk up the stairs. How do you want to do it? Cautiously? Make yeah. a stealth check for me. No, oh, no. Can I be like a ten paces behind her? Too bad you're not a rogue things? anymore. Make a stealth check. That's oh. <clears throat> a 14. I got an 11. Okay. Uh, you guys walk up the stairs very slowly, and the house kind of creaks as you do, and it's very quiet right now and each creaking floorboard kind of like rings out and echoes through the whole of the house when you get up to the music room it's faint but you can hear a sound of banging and screaming coming from behind the fireplace okay so the creepy one is still there can i cast primeval awareness uh that's the thing that lets you detect certain things yeah but like a bunch of things yep uh, aberrations. <clears throat> Lots of things. So I do see aberrations? Yes. Are, are those the sludge monsters? You it just... can't tell you exactly what it is or how many there are. I can just tell you what is around you. Aberrations. Are there any uh, fiends undead? Undead. The sludge monsters count as both aberrations oh. and undead. There's some phase around you. Yeah. yeah are there any phase except for these two? Again, tell. it doesn't tell yeah, you that. That's right. You get a false positive from the fae. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Awesome. That was worth a spell slot. <laughs> uh, we, kn- You know Aberration. He said that the Psy Monster is undead. Well, he said it's both. Is it? Yep. Ah, oh, fuck. It's an Aberration and an undead. Can I just roll a perception to see if I can, like, hear or see any signs that someone has been through here outside of the party? Uh, you don't detect anyone else. Back where I'm at with Isaac, yeah. can I just um, heal him real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm patching you up. Man, uh, kind of, like, roll my shoulder, work it out. Oh, Ooh, I don't know. Some blood splurred out with that, and we. Uh, it's not an exceptionally deep wound. It's almost as if because Isaac was aware of the perpetrator, he was able to avoid the full brunt of the attack. I'd like oh. to try something, and I think it's gonna work. It's a really powerful spell. What was the name of the guy who stabbed him? Cadabra. <laughs> Good try. Yes. Who's still in the room with me? Everybody. Literally everybody but Sukala and Kako. Everybody lay out your weapons. Basically. You see Marla grab her sword, put it on the, the floor in front of her, her shield. Uh, John has a, a spear um, that he, he puts down. Lessa puts her club in. No one else has any weapons. Now we Isaac know takes his daggers and sets them on the table. On the, <laughs> on, from the wound, it was a dagger wound, right? You saw very clearly like the light. Like moonlight catching the blade. The dagger. Is there any daggers missing from Layla's study? You'd have to go up and investigate. I'm going to go up and investigate. Everybody, Um, stay here. Isaac, watch them like a hawk, or else they might stab you again. No, I'm just kidding. They're pretty reasonable. You walk up these stairs, and you hear a similar sound to what you heard when 
Kako and Sukala walked up. The floorboards are very creaky. And you make it up to Layla's laboratory, and you slide the, the chalkboard open, and nothing appears to be missing. It's the same stuff that you guys took, but there's no everything else looks to be in its place. I walk into the, the office from the other room that yeah, I was in. you see uh, Wiz standing in there. So, in all likelihood, they did come through the front door, I think. You think the it's, sludge just kind of, like, covered it back up because it's just sludge? Or it's one of the priestmen from inside the village. But why would they just, yeah, and leave, you know? Just, like, well, be, stab. Because there are, like, 12 of us, and we would fucking murder them if they had, you know, tried to fight us. Yeah. Alone. Also, what was the point of stabbing somebody that was already awake? Well, I imagine the intent was to kill them. And what do they have against Isaac? When we find them, we can ask them all these questions. From Kako investigating the doorway, nobody has entered or left the house. I just want to investigate the, the room I got stabbed in to see if there's any clues. Yeah, um, just make an investigation check for me. Yeah. 16. You <laughs> see blood droplets from the knife that lead out of this room. And then you see them stop, and they stop at the, the stairway, like right next to the stairway. Look, in our defense, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, not detectives and detectives, okay? Why, um, why would we use the mechanics of the game to try to solve this mystery? I'm going to rap on the stairs. Try to find uh, something suspicious on it. Oh, I thought you were trying to like make false footsteps up the stairs. You walk around the stairs and pound for, for any kind of hollow spots. It's, it's a staircase, so it's as hollow as a staircase is. Um, nothing in particular stands out, but uh, you see near in the back of the like stair entryway, there's a, a vase, and below that table, you see a dagger covered in blood. I go downstairs to where he is. I look at the ceiling. Is there anybody like spider manning up <laughs> on the ceiling? <laughs> you... Your eyes turn upwards, and as you look oh my up God. the walls and towards the ceiling, there's nothing up there. Oh, <laughs> Mike, you really had me going. I was like, holy shit. Okay. This is um, like the exorcist. <laughs> I'm going to go pick up the dagger. Is there anything interesting about it other than the fact that it has my blood on it? As you walk over to the dagger, you see a couple of like impact spots um, where the knife may have like hit something. And there's, like, blood splattered on the ground near there. Um, and then it's, like, just slid under... You can see the hilt sticking out of, like, the t under the table. Um, and as you pick up this knife, it's, it's covered in your blood. And it's a very ornate-looking knife. It's got a gold hilt with a red gemstone in the back of it. And it's decorated as if vines are crawling up the handles. Can I cast Detect Magic on it? Yeah, if you want. Can I cast Detect Magic on yeah, it? Yeah, you wave your hands over the... Ooh. Over the <laughs> the blade, but it's a non-magical. It's a mundane item. Hmm. Uh, do we recognize the patterns from anywhere? Not anywhere you've seen, no. Um, it was like, the old man. Was it? I don't know. I feel like we met somebody. Yeah, the, the guy whose name is literally named Finland. The old man. Oh, was uh, it him? Mr. Oh. Vineland. How many rooms are there on the bottom floor that we have not discovered yet? There are no other rooms that you have not discovered. There's the two big uh, rooms, the one you're sleeping in, and then the dining hall that uh, Merrick and Marla and John are in. Other than that, the, the romance. I'm going to use Siren Song on uh, Vonland. Yeah. I'm going to use Siren Song for the first time. Yeah. What kind of save is that? It is a wisdom, it's a wisdom save. Wisdom save? You walk up to Merrick. 
who is breathing very heavily. Uh, you could tell he's he doesn't have much left in him. And you begin to just talk to him in a very soothing way to kind of try and get him to fall for your trance. And does he? He doesn't. Well. And as you get close to Merrick, he you can hear him like whispering something and then kind of muttering to himself. What does he whisper and mutter? You get closer to listen to what he's saying. He's just muttering about the end and doom, devour, and these very strong words. And as you get close to him, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Then I rolled a two. This old, weak man grabs you by the throat and choke slams you to the ground. Well, you guys are in the other room, but you hear Sukala crash to the ground as he draws a dagger from the back of his his cloak. Fucking told you! And stabs you. Yeah, you guys are all running in as you see Merrick Vinland looking much stronger than he was originally letting on. Um, And he choke slams you to the ground and, and stabs you with this dagger right in the shoulder. And he begins to like press down as hard as he can. And you take nine points of damage. All uh, right, thanks. Can Kako just run up to him and then, you know, just kind of crack him in the side with the sharp end of an axe? Yeah, make an attack roll. Okay. I imagine it's not possible to just coup de grace this guy real quick. That would be a 12. You run up to Merrick, who is currently on top of Sukala, with a blade driven into her shoulder. He says something to you. The observation cannot be stopped. And he goes limp right as you go to hit him. Oh, goddammit. He drops to the ground. Nope. Up. Bring him up, old man. Up. I want to set you on fire. He's laying on I the ground. I was going to like limp. Firebolt. Make a medicine check. I shove him off of me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I know what's going on here. I know what's going on in this town. All right. It's I an don't. observation. This is all an experiment. Motherfucker, are we in a computer simulation? I need to this- go take a walk real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Matrix. We're in the Matrix. No, it's not the Matrix. Like, I was going to lie to you and say, yeah, you figured it out. No, it's not the Matrix. But we're under observation. My theory is they whoever sent this vial here was expecting this to happen. Unless, knowing it would happen. Like waiting for it to happen. I mean, who's going to remember Bog's Bottom going off the map? Sorry, John. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> It really kind of turned to shit once my family lost control. The town is yours again if you want it. He's kind of out of commish. Yeah, I I mean, I guess uh, I could be the mayor of a town full of crazy cultists and uh, We'll work on it after we save everything. Yeah, okay. Welcome to the deep south. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Isaac was going to do a medicine check on the old man, and I'm just going to take care of myself and hope there's no torn important bits. I see Wiz is having a breakdown over there. That was more Allison figuring shit out. It's Dungeons and Dragons. You guys are allowed to talk outside of your characters. What? No. <laughs> no, right. I am in the... I got I got the old man off me, so you can do a check on him now. This man is very dead. You don't see any, like, wounds or anything. It appears that he has just ceased to live. Uh, no infection or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Marla <laughs> looks over and says, what the hell just happened? Is he dead? He is, he's very dead. I'm fine. Thank y'all so much. Two stabbings in ten minutes and no one has even asked either one of us if we were okay. Are you okay? No. <laughs> so what's the plan here? What are we doing? 
Well, because so we were investigating who Stabby McStabbington was. I figured out who who the stabber was, and I kicked the old man's corpse. I don't like what you just did. <laughs> uh, perception checks all around. Everyone but Isaac make a perception check. Seventeen twenty-four. Uh, twenty-five. You guys don't see anything. Twenty-five. Um, with a twenty-five, you don't see anything. Do we but hear anything? You hear what sounds like claws and skittering, and it disappears. The fuck? Hey, Lissa. So sometimes. Uh huh. The hunter must choose when and when not to deal with things. This is an abandoned house in the middle of nowhere. All the people who could be hurt are in this room. We don't have to stay here. We should all leave. I agree with that. I would yep. like to leave as soon as possible. I think there's uh, rats in the walls. I will jump out that fucking window if it means I don't have to get stabbed again. We can't leave Merrick here. Merrick is yes. dead. What is your concern insofar as Merrick? He's my lord. I can't just leave him here rotting house. Weren't Take you him lis- out in the field. I'll cremate him for you. Weren't you listening? His Your body new lord is, is not going the boy. anywhere. I lost my accent. I'm so upset. I can't you help know, Make help. a persuasion. Can I, can I get some help on this? Like, I can't be the only one thinking this, right? Can I help him persuade? Can I assist? Can we make a communal persuasion roll? Yeah, so roll one dice and add both your persuasion modifiers. So I got a five plus one. <laughs> eleven. So we have a seventeen. A seventeen? I have yes. a plus eleven in persuasion. God damn. You're welcome. Thank you. She uh she says, No, you're right. There are more important things. Yes. We'll come back for him. She picks her sword and shield up off the ground. It's not worth risking the living's lives over the dead's. So before <gasps> another Okay, everybody, we're going to walk. I jump out the window. The like talk. that's it. I'm gone. NPCs. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? So I think we should send all of the non-player characters, excluding John Lessa, and Marla. should go back to the caves and collect our goblin army. <laughs> I understand where you're going with this. We are going to make advances on the town and do something. That is the general plan, right? Yes. It would be. It would behoove us to also have a retinue of other. I'll be frank. Disposable creatures. <gasps> Tuck is not. Di- Tuck is not disposable. I'm. I'm uh, not cool with sacrificing our new friends. No, we're not sacrificing. We will simply request that if things go uh, the the pear shaped in the town while we are there. The pear shape. If things go tits up. Yes. Thank you, spirit. Uh, <laughs> we are all outside of the house at this particular moment while we're talking. I need... Stop rolling. Kako. Okay. I need you to make a intelligence saving throw. That's a flat 20. You feel something clawing away at your mind. No. As if it's trying to burrow inside of your head, but it gets like a grip and then it, it goes away. Stranger danger. Because I have the constitution of the rocks. You guys are outside the house now. Two guard people. Yeah, what do you need? We have a retinue of assistants in a cave. Okay. I will tell you where. They are not the the human peoples. They're goblins. They are goblins. Okay, yeah. What do you want us to do with goblins? Oh, well, you're going to go to them. Tell King Tuck you are our friends. Make sure you compliment his crown. It's very important. Compliment the shit out of that crown. Yes. Maybe call him Big Papa. He likes it. Also, speak to Sarge. Okay. Have them come to encircle 
the town. Okay. And if there are any issues, then you all should advance and save us. Okay. Um, that's a lot to take in. I'm not going to lie. You want me to go to a cave and find a goblin king and your friend who is just named Sarge? That's not a name. No, it's not. But yeah, it's all it's he, not. He, it's all it's he really gave not. us. Don't worry about it. Why you have said we it's never a lot. questioned that? No, we did. I don't work for him. I don't know. Anyway, you said it was a lot, but then you summarized it pretty succinctly. And you want so, me uh, to launch an attack on the town? Yes. No, prepare we, to launch an attack on the town. We. What am I waiting for? Uh, Us to be in trouble. Message. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, that actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> you, you know what? Sure. Yes. Yes. I, me and John will go to this cave in the woods and find your goblin friend and Sarge and raise a monster army to fight the crazed church that's taken over. Why, oh my God, what is... Okay, yes, I'll do it. This is the strangest Tuesday you've ever had, but it's not for us. I don't know. This is pretty pretty up there in my books. I have had more Usually craziest. Usually it's like wacky Wednesdays for me. I don't know. What's a Wednesday? Uh, and they, they take off in the uh, direction of the cave that you've described. Oh, Phineas, go as well. Excuse me, I will not. Why not? No, he needs to stay here and make the contraption. I'm course. still working on a way to make this work. You need me with you. He's got a super bomb, the crystals to free the people. Oh, do we need him here though? Yes. We, yeah, we need him with us so that when he's ready to super bomb, Bless. I'm going to fly up to the tower and send it off. Plus, but we no. can't send it off until we know the infection is dead. Because if I release it now, everybody that's in the forest that's been infected, which we know they are, is going to be released and still infected. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So this is really a two-step plan. Step one, find the source of the infection and kill it or end it. Mm -hmm. And step two, release everyone who's petrified. I guess that's the... So we go to the town. Right? We need to be as stealthy as possible, though, when executing this two-step plan. Step one. Okay. Step two can be a little bit more, let's go, you know? Okay. Step one, we need to execute as much caution as possible, especially since we have multiple people out there trying to hunt us down. That could be... If you're trying to get in stealthily, I helped design the wall that, that surrounds the town. I didn't add the refuse and all this garbage to it, but they sought my advice. I might know of a way in. I don't have to miss you step in again, because last time that happened, it was not great. And as you guys walk the path towards the town, you arrive uh, on a hill overlooking the town, and you can see the walls of the town are lit up with torches, and you can see several of the townsfolk armed with pitchforks and torches standing on and keeping look out over the surrounding area. I think they're waiting for us. Yes. Phineas, what is this way in that you know of? There's a small river that runs to the, the south that the fountain in the, in the town lets out into. There's a, a gate there. It should be pretty easy to pry the bars off or blow them up or whatever you guys do. You're the magic men, not me. Okay. Who here likes blowing stuff up? Or you can Sitala try... Sitala raises her hand very high. You could try your luck with the main gate, but uh, it looks like there's a lot of people down there. Let's uh, sneak around. Yeah, everyone give gate. me a stealth check. Sure you don't want, like, oh, not okay. a stealth Nineteen <laughs> Persuasion. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the joys you're looking Because that went so well for. last time. 
I got a 22. 10. 17. With how light on my feet I am, this isn't really working out for me. Uh, Wiz, even with you stumbling through the sludge and the muck as you walk towards this town, you're able to, to keep quiet as you guys approach the wall. In the cover of night, as their backs are turned, you reach a section of the southern part of the wall. It has what appear to be like several doors placed in front of a small river, but there's enough space to squeeze in behind here, and you can see metal bars running out uh, with water running out. It's not super deep. It's about knee-deep, um, as it appears. This is just like a runoff. Do you think you could pry those open, Walter Lady? What's the condition of the of the metal? Great. Is it like real nice? Does it look no, fragile? No, it's, it's not nice. It's just rusted. The bars look pretty brittle, and where the water meets it, it's kind of like worn away. Vinny's like, oh, I, I built the thing about 20 years ago so not surprised it's not in the greatest of shape i kick it uh you kick it like some of the rust flies off but it's still sturdier than that well i cast dragon's breath and give myself the power to (laughs) spew cold and i blow on on the metal and then kick it you take a deep breath and inhale uh, a bunch of air pulling it into your lungs and as you let it out a spew of ice and snow runs from your mouth and overtakes this water freezing it and the bars in place and you can see the ice cling to these metal bars as they're almost like shivering with the intensity yeah i gotta learn how to do that that looks really cool yeah kick it again yeah make a make a athletics check 18 yeah you kick this bar and thanks to sukala's cold it disintegrates as you kick it it crumbles and the rest of them crumble with relative ease too enough to the point where you can crawl across the ice now to get in i wouldn't have been able to kick it myself i don't have shoes that would have hurt real bad isaac kind of clinks his boots together says yeah that's all right i got you covered there us humans in our shoes yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> Humans I'm are weird. I'm easily killed and oh, easily killed and mm. folly of man and all that. And I'm Isaac walks that. ahead. Isaac, I actually need you to make an intellect save. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh no! Is that little gittering roach in one of us? Takes mental damage from bullying. Okay, it's amazing. Inspired. Uh, you take fifteen ah! psychic damage. Ah! As something is clawing away at the walls of your mind and you can hear a faint whisper inserting thoughts into your mind that you aren't thinking. And as it pulls back the layers of your brain, what is your intelligence score? Oh, no. About to be lower. The score or the modifier? The score. 15. You feel whatever this is clawing at the layers of your mind, but it pulls back. I'm like holding my head and trying not You're to. You're dumb now. You have to listen to what I tell you. <laughs> I didn't lose the intelligence. Oh no, he rolled again. Fuck. He, he rolled against your intelligence. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I don't it have anything to say. It Shit. hasn't spoke to me yet. Has well, I'm going to use 2d6 Just... of my healing light to heal myself. Why don't you like me? I yell at this guy. Alright. But not that loud. Wiz, I need you to make an intellect saving throw. Oh my god, it's me. I'm the monster. Can I roll to see if I'm the bad guy? Ooh, intelligence? Yeah. Oh no. Ooh. Saving mm, throw? Yes. Ooh. Guess mm. a solid five. Uh, yeah. Real you bummer, dude. feel something peeling away at your brain and burrowing into the the back of your skull. I haven't felt like this since I was in the Fae. You feel very lightheaded, and you take 14 psychic damage. My mind 
was just blown, literally. Literally. And what is your intellect score? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten? Oh my god. Six plus two. That was a nice two little cackle. Plus one. <laughs> uh, you feel this burrow almost entirely into your skull, and you're, you're you feel like a splitting headache, and then it it stops almost immediately. We have actually made it inside the uh, wall at this point, right? No, you guys are still standing outside talking. We've to just each been other. digging around. <laughs> the bars are frozen. Did anybody try kicking them in? They, the yes. bars are broken. You guys literally I, just need to crawl in. I would like in. to walk I, in. Yeah. All our minds are being penetrated right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep attacking us, so I don't know what the fuck your deal is. That's because we're sitting here you go- I go inside the wall yeah, and peruse my surroundings. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> hold on. I'm okay, I think. Yeah, you crawl into this. There are no torches lit in this side of town. In fact, you've never seen this side of town when you were in here. And the town is... Mostly quiet, but there's no rot here. You don't sense that uneasiness that you felt previously. And as you look around, the town appears to be in better shape than most of the surrounding area. Well, that creates a whole nother sense of uneasiness. Are there any uh, landmarks in the vicinity that I could easily identify? There appears to be a small um, fountain at the uh, what appears to be the town center of this side of town Mm -hmm. and you can see next to it a fire is going and there are several people sitting around it i walk up to those people okay you give a jaunty walk up to the the group that is gathered near the fire and one of the figures steps up and looks at you and says you're new here and phineas says maxim is that you and uh, he says, oh, Phineas, I must admit, I wasn't expecting to see you here. Who are you? I am Kako Ikeo, famed monster hunter. Nice to meet you. What's your name? My name is Deacon Maxim. Former deacon, I suppose. Not much related to the church, though I, I do still follow their word. I understand. What can I do for you, my children? Well, this place does not appear to be full of the rot and uh, crazy monster people. You are correct in that, though. It is a prison of its own kind. They call it the quarantine zone, though it appears to be safer than the other parts of town. Mm. Why are you quarantined here? We were all sick. We had the... We call it the rot. We all caught it, and we were thrown in here to to keep us all quarantined. Are any of you actually, like, disabled by this illness at the moment? Uh, Well, well, no. We're we're not sick anymore. How? It's a miracle, really. A woman bathed in light. She came to us one night and took away the the illness. She took it into herself and cured us all. They won't let us out. They won't believe us. And then in the center of the town, you see a dwarf drinking from a a bottle of rum. Uh, He has an arm bandaged up. He says, oh, hey, it's you guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who is it? Gorn. Gorn. It's Gorn. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm How pro- you doing, champ? I'm alright. I'm probably gonna die soon. No, look, you're all good. Everybody's good here. Yeah, but I'm still sick. The lady won't. She won't come to me. I'm gonna use suggestion on him. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you were never actually sick, and you're gonna be okay. 
He probably has some kind of infection from his fucking hand being cut off. Well, maybe I put moss. This will save fine. him the fact that he's gonna drink himself to death first. All right. Or that, and maybe liver failure gets to him. Does any of us have any information regarding a lady in light thing? Could you describe this woman? Well, she's almost featureless. I, I believe her to be, uh, if not an avatar of, of our god Lemira, the god queen, then at least an agent of hers. Are we familiar with this deity? It's the primary church. Yeah. Mm. Lemira is the basically the creator of everything, like the queen of the gods. Oh. If you are, are sick, you should seek out her, her guidance. She is always willing to take a ill sheep under her arm in order to shepherd them to healthiness. Yeah. Does she care about malefactors? She cures all, regardless of, of magical intuition or not. Where is she? She appears to those who approach the, the old library. Uh, it's on the, the south wall. She has a tendency to appear to those who step inside. I uh, kind of nod at him, and I start headed towards the library. Did I persuade Gorn? Uh, no, he does not save. You're not actually sick, and you're not infected either. Oh, then why did- why am I here? Why did I cut my hand off? Uh, you should drink a little bit more, actually, before uh, we uh, talk about that. I can agree to that. Hey, <laughs> cheers. And he takes a swig from his rum and uh, goes back to leaning against uh, the bench he's sitting next to. This quarantine zone, have you noticed anything weird around here? Um, Have you you noticed anything not weird around here? Weird is kind of a relative term at this point. Out of the norm. And the norm is already weird. So we're talking like on the spectrum scale of 1 to 10 is already 10 weird. Then we're talking like a 15. Let me describe things, how they've happened from my point of view. Right. I served under Father Gregor. For years of my life. And one day after the illness started to spread, the man became more and more fanatical, claiming that we needed to kill malefactors in order to drive off this infection. I disagreed with his reasoning. It's nowhere in, in the good books does it say anything about that. But he insisted, and I was thrown out of the church the very same day I came down with this infection and was thrown into the quarantine zone. I thought I was going to die here. I fully expected to live the rest of my days as in punishment for speaking against Lemira's word. But then the figure of light showed up and took that infection from me, and I knew I was right. So I've been leading these people as best as I can. And for that, the ground here still produces life. Everything around us is dead, but the ground here is it's good ground. So somewhere else must be the where the brood mother lies. We I mean we originally thought it might be in the quarantine area where the infection would be the most mm. heavy, but this is actually a safe zone. So I would figure maybe it's in the church with Father Gregor. I I, mean, I would check there next because he seems to be leading this. You know, these people are rising up and they all seem to be... I believe there are still innocent people not under the control of Father locked away in in the town. Well... I mean, I always believe innocent until proven guilty but now oh no the church fuck the church oh yeah no i mean it's looking real bad for them i'm just saying for the innocents that are out there i wasn't gonna like go i'm just gonna like stab that's not how i roll i I just i do believe there are people still worth saving in the town 
there's only one way, well, I suppose, wherever you came from, now two ways out of the quarantine zone. It's the other way. Three, if you count the big door that they've barred and locked up. Oh, just a door with bars on it? Probably heavily guarded as well. I think we should also see to making the Isaac man no longer sick. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> you look around and it's like, well... Sukala, are you hanging out in the town square or are you going with Isaac? I can go with Isaac. That sounds cooler. Okay. Maxim says to you, he says, so you could go through the, the big door <clears throat> or leave the way you came and go through the gate or you could go through the well. So there's three ways. I don't believe that the, the door is your best option. I believe it, it leads right out in front of the church. I imagine it's probably heavily guarded. Okay. So this well is kind of like a... The aqueducts run under the entire town. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, water should run from the church through the well. I haven't sent anyone down there to explore it personally. I do hear the sounds of screaming and yelling coming from the direction of the well, though. You should be prepared. So go right to their front door and have a bad time, or go underground and have a bad time? I think going underground might be our best choice once the, uh, the man comes back from being blessed by the weird angel lady. I thought he was already blessed by a weird angel lady. No, he's going to be blessed by a weird angel lady. I imagine a different weird angel lady from the lady that we don't know about, but... No, it could be the same one, I don't know. Well, yeah, but... He never really talks about himself. I just assumed he didn't like us. That's a good point. Then again, he might not have... But I think he really likes... Like talking to me. I think everybody likes talking to me. I don't, so. I don't think he's had the opportunity since Maybe he's been you. stoned for several days. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as you guys discuss this, Phineas... I know the feeling. Phineas says, do what you want uh, and let me know what your plan is. I'm going to stay here and, and work on the contraption to... Right. Do you need any supplies? Uh, I've got everything and he pats his bag. Okay. I need... Maxim, if he needs anything else, get this man when he needs stat. I know you're already running low on supplies, but... I'll do whatever I can to help. Okay, perfect. Um, I'll be here, too. And Gorn raises (laughs) his bottle. Yeah, Gorn, my boy. When you're ready to leave, let me know, and I'll follow you. Okay. All right. Let's go find Isaac and... Cutting to Isaac and Sukala. You are standing outside of what is a large library... There are lights inside this building. You can see candles in the windows, and uh, the door is slightly ajar, and you can see more light coming from the inside as you uh, get closer. Feeling kind of nostalgic as I walk in because I haven't been in like a legitimate library in five years. Yeah, this I mean, is how big can the Bog's Bottom library <laughs> it's be? It's not huge. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of the biggest buildings in town. Yeah. And as you walk into the door, the books are, like, not on the shelves anymore. They're arranged into piles in, in various sections of the room, appearing to be by, like, what they're about. Someone has meticulously piled these books. All right, you go. Y'all go get saved. Uh, I'm going to go start digging through books. I mean, that's basically what I'm doing, too, is I'm just exploring. I'm, yep. like, a middle-aged white lady. At a church rummage sale, all of these are mine now. <laughs> yeah, you look through these books, and um, there's something weird about them as you flip through them. Are they mimics? No, <laughs> no. The books themselves are, are fine, but the pages are, like, stuck together, and it appears like they were wet at one point. Why are y'all wet? Isaac, your book's wet? <laughs> They're all like that. Yeah. Uh, does it seem like it's water? They're not, like, stained a different color or anything like that. 
No, whatever is 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 touch these books is clear. Does it have a like a different smell? It doesn't smell great. It, it's got a very off smell to it. Can I investigate the books? Uh, yeah. Uh, twenty one. Uh, yeah. You look over these books, and as you open one, a large glob of of slime drips out and no. splats on the ground. Gross. Black slime? No. Oh. It's clear. I poke it with my, my toe. You poke it, and you hear a giggle. No, no! <laughs> and this slime begins to, like, move and form in front of you into the visage of a woman. Uh, and she's got, like, a glow to her. Like, she's letting off light. And she says, oh, it's new friends. Good. I've been so bored. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Who are you? 